From Agency Matrix, I'm Daniel Ochoa, and this is Inside the Agency, a show where we talk about the latest topics and concerns of independent agents. I'm your host, Daniel Ochoa, and I have our guest host, Mark Hilton. Nice to have you here, Mark. Good to be here. Thank you very much. And today we have a uh, special guest host. We have Eddie Emmett here today. Eddie, uh, thank you for coming in today. Well, thank you for the opportunity. I've been looking forward to it. Okay. Well, Eddie, today we brought you in because we wanted to talk about the importance of hiring quality employees. You know, I seem to get a lot of agents always asking me where to find quality employees. How do you find quality employees? I just kind of wanted to get your opinion on that. I talk with agency owners all over the United States, and that may be the number one topic that continues to come up all the time. Well. I know as a part owner of Agency Matrix and trying to hire salespeople, trainers, uh, support people, I know that I have that problem here in this company. So I can't imagine the problem that's out there with independent agents. Well, would you like to know how to find quality employees? Sure, that would be great. There are two things you need to do. Number one, always carry your business cards with you. Do you have them on you? I do not. I do. (laughs) Number two, every one of us do business. We go to restaurants. We we come in contact with um, customer service personnel in all walks of life. Can you remember the last time that you were very impressed with someone that was there for you? Oh yeah, just Uh, last week. Okay. The next time, if you're in the market, or rather, don't even wait till you're in the market to hire an employee. The next time you're impressed with someone, consider handing your business card to them and saying, if you would like a great opportunity, call me, because I'm very impressed with the way you handled yourself. I see, I see. So now, when you're in that prospect in that market, are you actually, would you recommend hiring, like say, like friends or family members into your agency? Oh, that's a tough question. And there, you actually have two different answers. Number one, a family member or a friend shouldn't be penalized just because they are a family member or a friend. I mean, they may just have the best qualities going. On the other hand, <laughs> other employees may think there's some sort of nepotism going on or favoritism going on for friends, and that may cause a problem. Gotcha. So, um, I actually come from a family, and you you probably don't know this. Um, There are five brothers and a sister, and all of us are licensed insurance agents. Wow. All of us. In fact, the five brothers, now our sister is helping her husband in uh, the floor covering business, but, um, and also she's in real estate doing great, uh, but the five brothers are in the insurance business. Hmm. So um, That's impressive. So we're, well, we're trying to do our best to keep this business going because otherwise we would uh, we'd have to look for work. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, so to answer your question, I wouldn't penalize them, but I would look at it long and hard. And if you want to know another suggestion, which, which is a two-edged sword, consider your current clients, consider 
asking your current employees. Because for an employee to recommend someone is a very heavy burden. I mean, because even though everybody stands on their, on their own, it's entirely possible that you might blame them right. because their friend stole mm-hmm. money. Yeah, it's a reflection of them. Mm-hmm. I get Let me ask you this, since we're on that topic of hiring, is it okay or should you hire employees from your competitors? Again, two answers. Okay. Number one, you should never contact them while they are still gainfully employed. On the other hand, if a person is looking around, and you have a reputation as such as being a great employer, a great opportunity, then take the phone call. But here's something else. If that person promises to bring a lot of business with them, hang up the phone. The reason being, employees do not own the business. Agency owners own the business. It is not theirs to take, and they need to be, they need to be aware of that. Yeah, and that happens a lot in the industry. It does happen a lot, and there are, unfortunately, um, a lot of agencies that think that uh, they can build their business by bringing the business away from someone else. I mentioned a few minutes ago that the Emmett brothers, the five of us, mm-hmm. one of the things that our father impressed upon us growing up was that if she will cheat with you, she'll cheat on you. So the point is, someone who is willing to offer to bring a book of business with them from their former employer mm-hmm. would do the same thing to you. Don't be surprised. You know, you knew I was a snake when you took me in. Don't be surprised <laughs> when they bite you. Exactly. Yeah, that brings us to a really good, important comment and everything. So, so, you know, as, as you begin to hire new people in, you come in, you do bring in, say, maybe some other agents from another agency that you want to see and have great prospects on. Uh, you know, you were illustrating, you know, sometimes they can, you know, rob your book of business and try to take it else when they leave. Like, how much training do you think as an AC owner you should give your agents or your staff like that uh, to have accessibility to different parts of your company, but how much is where, where you have to cut it off? Over the last almost 40 years of being in this business, I have had that topic uh, discussion quite often. And I respect every agency owner's opinion. But of course, I'm entitled to mine, too. (laughs) So here's the deal. I believe that an agency owner would have better employees, have more loyal employees, if they would teach them as much as they can about the business that doesn't intrude on trade secrets, such as uh, your advertising uh, strategy, which is a big one, marketing strategy. But for them to understand the mechanics of the agency, about why the, uh, how much it costs to actually produce a piece of business. You know, um, I wonder how many of the uh, people viewing today actually know how much it cost to get the opportunity for one of your employees to quote. And I'll tell you, a few years ago, 
when, uh, when I was uh, one of the owners of a group of agencies here in Atlanta, uh, we actually tracked how much it cost. We were big time on the yellow pages. So we knew that invariably, if a new prospect contacted us, that it had to come from the yellow page advertising. That since has changed, so I'm going back quite a few years. But at that point in time, we were spending $17,000 a month in yellow page ads. And we, <laughs> and we averaged right at 1,000 new prospects every month. So if we've got 1,000 new prospects, opportunities, and it costs 17000 to produce it, how much did each one cost? $17. Now, it was equally important to track the closing ratio of the employees. And I hope your, maybe your system can do that because um, we, we actually had an 80-something percent closing ratio, which uh, some, uh, some people would tell you that's a great ratio. Only problem is, if you had an 83% closing ratio, why didn't the other 17% buy? It's a good question to explore. Sure. But the point is, to, to make it, uh, the math very simple, assuming that an agency only had a 50% closing ratio, that means that for every policy sold, you gave two quotes at $17 a piece, which means the first $34 of the commission went to purely getting the opportunity to give the quote. It doesn't take into consideration any of the employees' salaries, any of the, uh, the rent, the lights, the telephone, none of that. So if an employee, and this gets back to your question about how much should you share, you should share the importance of the value of that phone ringing. How many, you know, if they, if, when they pick up that telephone, they need to recognize that uh, they need to do the best they can to, uh, obviously if a person is calling, then they're in the market. They've, they have almost invariably decided that they're going to buy insurance. They just haven't decided who they're going to buy from. You agree? Yes, absolutely. Uh, but there you go. So, uh, so with that in mind, the employees should do everything they can to give a quality quote, answer the person's questions, and encourage them to do business with the agency. Everything they can. You know, I know there's a lot of difference in opinion with uh, owners saying that you shouldn't trade or you shouldn't give too much information to your employee because one day they're going to open up an office, they're going to compete against you. But I'm all for training an employee and letting them be successful. That's what this country was founded on, is an average person starting their own business and becoming successful. But I also feel that, you know, I, I believe in the philosophy, if you want to be successful, you help other people be successful. And I feel that it opens up a door. If you train your employee and you're teaching them the secrets, you're teaching them everything they need to know run an agency, when he's ready, it's an opportunity for an owner to start franchising. Oh, and he has a great employee who's a franchise and now he can trust. And if they don't franchise and they just open up another office, that employee feels loyal to his former employee for teaching him everything he had. And if he's going to write a piece of business that maybe he's not familiar with, he's going to refer it to that owner that taught him everything he needs to know. That would be a great business model to actually part of the hiring process 
is to explain to a person the opportunities, more so than just making money, which is, which is a, a great uh, motivator. motivator. <laughs> but, but no, just to tell a person that uh, if you like this business, I will teach you how to someday be your own agency owner. And it's part, you don't have to get into details right at that yeah. moment, but it's part of it. It's that the agency owner who teaches the person how to do it, helps them, helps them get the carriers, helps them get the proper agency management system. Do you know of a good one? <laughs> I, I can name one. Okay. <laughs> uh, and, but, but, <laughs> but also, um, to, um, to, to actually get a piece of the action. Well, he's got a goal now ahead of him, yeah. you know, and he's striving for something. And I know there's a lot of, uh, you know, owners that are afraid you give them too much information or you give them too much access to the system, that they're going to steal your book of business and try to open up their own, their own office. But, you know, with Agency Matrix, we do have a lot of restrictions that we can set where you can still give an employee and teach them everything they need to know without being able to take your book of business. Mark, can you show them? I didn't, I didn't know that. Show me. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, just like almost anything, like an insurance industry, I mean, we, you can't stop all risk. Our job is to reduce the exposure to risk in which you have. And our system, give me one second, let me go and set it up. And uh, right in here, we have what's called an employee settings section in our admin. And what you can do is here is you can actually micromanage the settings and which part of the program you want accessibility to for your staff. So let's say, for example, you two gentlemen are working for me, and I see that there's a schism developing, you know, like that. Maybe it hasn't fully manifested, but there's some problems that I have to address between my two employees. Well, if I feel that uh, Daniel's about to depart my company, or, or there's prospects of him leaving my company, I can go in there prematurely and go there and revamp his settings and accessibility to the program and restrict them. But then, as an owner, I don't have to divulge the details why I did it. I can say... I'm having a little issue here. I know you don't have that report anymore, but I'm telling you, I'm working on it. And, I, and once we get it up, I'll let you know again. Well, the employee can go on the natural course, do the work that's in place, thinking that everything's still fine until the problems are resolved. And if they are resolvable, then you can go back and readjust your settings to give them back accessibility again to the program, which you do. And we have a, a beautiful feature about our system is we have what's called the restrict IP address feature, which you guys will see right here and in our employee settings. So this way, that means uh, by activating that feature, it restricts your, your agent to only have access to your book of business in the brick and mortar. They can't go outside the shop or go to your competitors, get in the job interview, and then pulling up your database and say, hey, check a look at all these people I got available. Well, they can't do it. It'll restrict them. And so this way, it prevents people from going home at nighttime, be disgruntled with the owner, pirate all the data information out and then call them next morning and say, hey boss, I quit, take them flying leave. Well, the owner would never know what just manifested. But with our, our, our contingencies and security that we have in our system, it helped minimize this. Now, if somebody wants to handwrite something out, you can't stop it. All you can do is, is reduce the exposure to risk and this is our system is allowing you to do. Uh, well, I have one question. When he's gone, can I get his book of business? For the right price. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the answer we were looking for. <laughs> no. Uh, no. You know, we can, you can restrict employees where yes. they can only see their own book of business. And so uh, I can have it to where I can have five different employees in my office. They can all see their own. However, I can let them share their book of business only 
for the reason a customer comes in, you're not there, it's your customer, Mark will be able to handle that customer and pull it up. Okay. So we have that option too. Good. So Good. we have all that. But I'm being told that we're just about out of time. So Eddie, I appreciate you coming in today. Uh, I'd like to maybe ask you to come out again if that's anytime, not a anytime. All right. Well, then until next time, everyone, you all have a great week. Thanks so much for listening to our show. Feel free to share it or tell your friends. If you want to find out more or listen to a previous episode, please subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts or however you get your podcast. You can also visit our website at agencymatrix.com. And if you have any topics that you would like us to talk about, don't hesitate to email us at marketing at agencymatrix.com. Thanks again.